destroy all children is a website just for you If playing with video games is what you like to do Or rotting your brain with comics and first run movies too We've got a great selection of news and reviews So search us out on the web, you just won't get enough Of all our digital madness and other fancy stuff We'll also make you laugh until your tummy's feeling buff Destroy all children you should go there now. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children. Knowing me, Larry Davis. Knowing you, George Brundle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The PlayStation 5 is in both of our homes at the moment. Yeah, that's right. It's massive. Oh, yeah. It's really, really big. big. I... Yeah, uh, I was afraid that maybe the top shelf of my media stand actually cannot handle that kind of weight on it, too. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so the issue I kind of have with it being vertical is that getting discs into it is really awkward. Oh, it's awkward with it horizontal, too. Well, yeah, because it has that like lip over the disc drive, which is really annoying. But I mean just the positioning of it. Oh sure, yeah. Like I went to put in knives out, and I was doing it standing up, and I kind of just kept like tapping and scraping the side of the plastic and missing the slot mm. uh, because that lip does not let you see what you're doing when you're standing up. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah no, that, that thing is like, look on my top shelf. Uh, my shelf is built where like the, the bottom one is the biggest, middle one is in the middle, of course, and then the top one is the smallest. And so I have it on the top. Uh, and it looks like it does not belong on that thing. Like, first of all, it does not look like any electronic device I've ever seen well, uh, on top of just also, being really big. So I think horizontally, it has this very it, awkward presence. Just horizontally, it does not look like it's supposed to be like that. No, it does not look like it should exist at all. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Just walk by and look at it and just say, what are you? Yeah. Um... But I mean just like the act of putting the disc in Because like after all these years of having horizontal consoles I'm used to use my right hand Pick up the disc You know slide it in It's still face up like that Now it's like the face The label side of the disc has to go on the left So I like have to shift around I guess I could just use my left hand But it's something I'm not used to yet This is my problem This is far from the biggest problem I've had with the PlayStation 5 This is your version of them Conforming to X as confirm in Japan, like you're just gonna have to reorient yourself. Yeah, yeah, basically, it's something I can get used to. Well, I can't get yeah. used to. Oh, shall we start with the nice things about the PlayStation Five before uh, yeah, I rant sure, I guess. for about an hour about various issues <laughs> I've had? That would probably be good. Yeah. Okay. Can't timestamp a podcast, unfortunately. Otherwise, I'd say we should just get it out of the way. I well, I could put it in the description if I wanted, but I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, uh, things like about the PlayStation Five, I will say it feels more like an actual, uh, like a new generation console. Uh, granted, mm-hmm. the only PS Five only game I've played so far is Demon Souls. Well, I guess actually that's Remake the only. Of a... <laughs> the, well, the only PS Five game I have, really, because Miles is also on PS Four. And yeah. like everything else is too Watchdogs, so um but looks really good. Run smooth. Love oh it. yeah. Yeah. Um uh, Yeah, like 
So the interface I'm really enjoying so far. I'm finding it a lot easier to kind of get around and and find different things than I did on the PlayStation 4, which is like never really a huge problem. Just I thought that the PlayStation 4 UI could be laid out better. Uh, I don't know what your issue is with finding trophies. I find them really easy to get to. I just wish that they broke them out into like a different button. So like when... You hit the PlayStation button on the controller. It will pop open this like little bar at yeah. the bottom that just has a bunch of quick things you can select between. Yeah, why is trophies uh, and then not you there? Hold it down. Yeah, so you can customize that. They give you a bunch of additional options that do not normally show up there. Yeah, all those that they offer are things that are just I personally do not find really worth like customizing that thing for. Yeah, uh, but I wish that they had one for trophies because I would add that in. Just having that be one less button press away would be nice because yeah. I like to frequently check on what my progress with that stuff is. Me too. And um, you get some of that with the cards. Um, but honestly, I wish I could turn those off because they take up so much space. And they do. They don't really tell me anything. It's like, yeah, I know that's the level I could go to. Great. Yeah. I've not actually used that stuff so far. Uh, I will get into it when we talk about Demon Souls. I checked one of those for a boss in that game because I thought that they might have changed it and I wasn't sure what to do. Uh, but outside of that, um, I haven't really had much need to go into the cards. I, I used uh, the um, the little help videos a couple of times with Astro's Playroom, which actually I thought was really cool because it was a couple of places where I was just missing like a puzzle piece. And yeah. so I would go into it and I figured it would like show you a video where it's like here's where all the puzzle pieces are But instead it only showed me the video for the specific one I was missing and I thought that was really cool that it can actually get that yeah. granular with detecting things um, Well maybe that, So that's the thing that worries me about some of that stuff is that Astro's Playroom And we'll get into the games I, I think later on we'll Mostly talk about the console for now uh, But with Astro's Playroom, that has so much more going on to show off what that console is and what it can do. Oh, yeah. What I worry about is over time, uh, developers just won't put as much care into those cards, and so they won't get that granular, and maybe, in fact, the videos that they show are just entirely unhelpful. Oh, absolutely. Of course they will. Like, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind nobody is going to use that other than Sony first-party developers. Um, yeah. But there, there, still, there's stuff with Astro's neat. Playroom. Yeah, it is, and and there's stuff with Astro's Playroom that gets into what the controller can do that I really wish was present in other games I've played so far, and it's not. Yeah. So I think Astro's Playroom has maybe ruined me a few ways on the PlayStation Five. Of mm. uh, Astro's Playroom is really neat, but it is. Okay, you know, okay. I'll hold it. I'll hold it in. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Look, the final boss of that uh, game should have been Polygon Man. That's what I thought it was going it was. to be. Yeah, that's that's the direction I thought they were going with that too. Uh, but yeah, um, probably should actually talk about the controller, which I think is maybe my favorite thing about the PlayStation Five so far. Okay, uh, I like it. There's something about the grip in it that I feel I probably just have to get used to it. But something about the curvature of it um, when I was shooting like 120 arrows at a dragon in Demon Souls. Uh, my hand started to cramp up a little bit holding the left trigger, which usually does not do. So, well, you also have gigantic, freakish hands, whereas yeah. I have perfectly normal-sized hands for a human being, uh, regular adult male hands over here. That's true, but also it's about the same size as an Xbox <laughs> controller. 
That's not true. I know. My hands are too small to hold a Whopper. I know. I have to humor you sometimes. Um, (laughs) I had to put the fucking PlayStation 5 on a dolly to get it up on the shelf. (laughs) It's too uh, much for me to pick up. I had to call my stepdad over to help me bring the box inside. Had to get a hand truck. Oh, but then your hands are too small to move the hand truck. (laughs) Yeah, I had to get up with the hand truck. Uh, yeah, the, yes, I think that I, I like it overall. I like it quite a bit. I like the controllers. Yeah. The D-pad feels a bit mushy to me, and actually the buttons kind of do too. But it doesn't bother me. Uh, obviously, That's the triggers Mine... are the big thing that I like a lot. Yeah, might get a good click out of the buttons. Mm. Like, might have a punch to them where I, I put it down and I feel it like uh, compress in a kind of clicky way. Huh. I don't yeah, really I don't get that from mine, but maybe something's up with yours. I'd... Or maybe or maybe something's up with mine. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Or maybe it's <laughs> yeah. just coming off the Xbox because the Xboxes can uh, buttons are really clicky. So mm. maybe it's just in comparison to that. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I I think it's maybe in comparison to that because I'm picking up my Xbox maybe. One now and these are definitely way 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 more clicky. But there's still like a good punch to them that i like like the talking about the buttons uh so one of my favorite things about the playstation portable remember so oh yeah the glassiness to the buttons is really nice i don't know why i'm very hung up on this but i like that kind of like it's translucent the buttons aren't brightly colored like there's just a certain like the quality of them and the texture of them feels really nice to me i like that a lot on the playstation portable and so seeing them actually do that again on like a proper controller is really neat to me. I think it's cute how you keep calling it the PlayStation Portable instead of the PSP. I show it respect. Yeah. It had that twisted metal game on it. It was good yeah, for a while. On. Yeah. Um had the best version of Final Fantasy Tactics on that thing. I thought you didn't like that one. No. One's great. Something that like it runs at a different speed or something? Uh, so yeah, there are some issues with the speed at which it runs, uh, like attacks, there's a weird slowdown to them and it fucks with the audio. Uh, but overall, I think it's a better version that like the translation is not completely fucked. They added some good content to that game. Oh, okay. I I think they rebalanced the difficulty too. So there's less shit like the Wii graph boss fight in the middle of the game where you can like completely soft lock yourself. Like, I think they tweaked stuff like that as well, if I remember right. Okay. Uh, well, back to the du- dual sense. Uh, yeah. I like the triggers quite a bit. Um, I oh, will yeah. say, actually, my number one issue with this controller, the PS button's really hard to get to. Like, you have to go, like, you have to reach your thumb over the stick to get to it, which is strange. The like, PS button, right I middle. also... Yeah, I also don't like the fact that it is just shaped like the PlayStation logo. For some reason, that feels oh, like wrong that. to my thumb. Like, I, I think that's my version of you putting in discs. Like, yeah. I just need to get used to it. But when I'm reaching down to press it, it doesn't... Like, something about that just feels off and wrong to me because it doesn't feel like a button should feel. My issue is that um, where where the PS button, I feel like where it should be is where the dedicated microphone mute button is. Yes. And I am not yeah, really sure I, why I that's a thing. Me either. That's um, odd. Because I don't think it really matters whether or not you have that thing on or off. Well, it matters if you're trying to talk to somebody through the controller, I guess. 
I suppose I sent you that one message where I did that because I was curious what the like audio quality of that would be on a recording. Actually, it wasn't is, too bad. Yeah, I guess like for it's a, better than I thought it would be. Yeah, for a controller microphone, not bad. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how that will hold up if more games just have you blowing directly into the microphone. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what they're like for. Whatever. Whenever they had you do that in Astro's Playroom, I was like, oh, this is fucking terrible for mics. You should not do this. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, the DS held up with it. You're blowing into I mics guess. all the time on that thing. Well, also, it's just detecting any sound. So, yeah. like, if you just go, ah, then it will, like, have the same effect as blowing into it. So. Yeah. But that's not fun. And sure. the PlayStation 5 is all about fun. Yeah. Put that on the back of the box. Okay, so, so so you have <laughs> been playing Miles Morales, uh, which I have not. I have, yes. I've I've been all about that Demon Soul. So tell me, how is Spider Marvel's Spider Man Miles Morales? Hey, have you ever played Marvel Spider Man for yes. the PlayStation Four? Congratulations, you played Spider Man Miles Morales. Woo! You did it. Uh, it's very much just that game again, which is perfectly fine by me because that was a pretty good game. Uh, yeah. They thankfully have jettisoned a bunch of the stuff that I think has held down the Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4. Um, probably because it is a much more like short and focused experience, and so they cut away a lot of like the fluff. So good. there's no more fucking around with drones. Thank yeah. God, because that stuff sucks. No more chasing clouds for science experiments. No more chasing clouds. Uh huh. There is one mission where you chase pigeons, uh, but that's it. It's okay. just the one, and it's very much in there as a reference to like this was fucking dumb and ridiculous, and why did we do this in the original game? Okay. Um, and they they break that up. There's like stuff in between doing that and that mission. Um, they. They have gotten rid of, I believe, uh, or that they, they have. It, it confused me for a second when I went into the trophies, which I'll get to in a second. But uh, crimes that just randomly occur in the world no longer contribute to getting 100% completion in districts. Tiny little claps from Larry Davis. Woo. Well, he I, I don't hated want, that. I don't want to do it right up next to the mic. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. Yeah. Um, Especially districts in general are like in, when playing Spider-Man on PS4. I didn't realize it was like tracking those all separately in each district. So I would just kind of do one and be like, "Eh, whatever. This is the same thing oh, I've yeah. already done," and ignore it. And then at the end, it's like, "Well, I got everything else. What am I missing?" And it turns out, oh, I have to do like four more crimes in every district. That was annoying. That's what stops me from getting around completion. Wait for him to spawn in. Yeah, it yeah. sucked. As soon as you explained that to me, I was like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not going to bother with yeah. this." It wouldn't be so bad, uh, like yeah, if, if you miserable. did it as you went along. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I had no reason to think that was the case. But uh, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like even completing districts is a lot easier because there is just less stuff to do. I, in fact, completed two districts at 100 percent without even realizing it. Good. Which is nice. Uh. In general, like, I say, you... I want more games like this. Price them lower, make them shorter. Don't fill them full yeah. of garbage. 
my big issue with open world games is that they just bloat them so much with trash that I don't want to do. And it all just gets like it's very samey. Once you have one type of activity, it's like that start to finish. It's uh-huh. just taking place in different locations. Miles Morales, not the case. Uh, there, There is maybe some of that with like, oh, you have to go pick up different uh, collectibles again, similar to like when Peter hid those things all over New York. He had these little time capsules that Miles and uh, his, uh, well, what's her name? Finn. Uh, they hid when they were in class together. Uh, and so you pick those up and you get a little thing of him going like, oh, wow, it's a science trophy. Oh, that's neat. Uh, but there's like 16 of those. That's it. There, There's not that much. They're very easy to go pick up. Uh, nice. There are some caches that you pick up and they give you upgrade components. So they're worth picking up and they don't take any time at all to grab them. Uh, the main, like the, the, there are side missions in the game and those are the main things that take more time but even those actually feel fairly distinct from one another. So you get this app uh, called Friendly Neighborhood. You get it? Do you get, do you get it? Friendly oh, Neighborhood? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a Spider-Man thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, with great power comes... Um, I don't know. Whatever. Um, but like you go through the app and it basically just lists your side missions out and there are a set amount for each district that you do, but they all feel very unique from one another. It's not just go here, beat up guy. Uh, so like one of the first ones I did had me uh, going to like fix the transit system. So I had to do like a stealth mission because bad guys took over like the train yards. Then I had to like line up the rails and hook the trains back together and restore power and then uh, now the bad guys are putting bombs on train tracks. So I got to go fight them on a time limit and then disarm the bombs. Uh, and then like the one after that instead was a dude's shop got broken into and they stole his cat. So I have to like break into a warehouse. And then that's like three different uh, stealth missions that they set up to get the cat back. So they, they all oh, so feel like very Shogo. different from. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. You can just shoot the guy. And then yeah. you don't have to do the mission. Great. <laughs> Miles just pulls out a gun. <laughs> fucking dumps. And when he dies, um, he like spins around in a circle a couple of times. There's so there's this thing that I noticed. Um, I found like a homeless person tent. And so because I'm this kind of a freak in video games, I decided to try punching it to see what would happen. And the tent <laughs> collapses. And so now I've developed this weird narrative where, like, Miles' solution to the homeless problem is to become a tent buster. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just, like, stringing them up with web, like, high where nobody can reach them just to fuck with people. <laughs> oh, man. At least he's not in L.A. <laughs> That'd be a real problem. Yeah. Uh, so uh, but yeah go ahead but but yeah the, that stuff is nice that at least the side missions they each feel like they are trying to tell a different story uh there was one about uh, like shops are getting their items stolen and sold by some mysterious villain who is in the raft who is still <gasps> trying to control crime in new york i don't <gasps> know who could it be uh, in fact, a lot of those missions are trying to set something I mean, like that up, so they actually, feel like they're building towards something. Actually, I, I don't really know, because it could be any of them. I My guess is Kingpin. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that I mean, would make the most sense. I always think it could be him, it could be a Tombstone, or Hammerhead, or... 
Well, Hammerhead, I guess, died in the DLC of the first one after he uh, turned so they, himself into a RoboCop. You never played the DLC so for the first one, right? No, I haven't. Does uh, but that sounds awesome? D- does Captain Watanabe show up? No, so far they don't even mention her. Uh, well, because her storyline—you remember how she just like disappeared from the main game? Uh, all yeah. of all of her story is in the DLC, like her like. Going nutso into a vigilante and everything is in that. Uh. Um, but yeah, it, it's. I don't know. I mean, Peter is barely in this one too. He shows up at the start, good, gives get you him a out suit, of here, and then he's like, "I'm going on vacation." Like literally, the plot of this is real Spider-Man's on vacation. Cool. So you're just filled in for him, uh, and there's a lot of good stuff of people being like. Hey, I thought I called the real Spider-Man. Who the fuck are you? And Miles just being like, oh, he's on vacation. <laughs> I'm taking over for a little while. I'm the substitute Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, well, it's great because he also gives you like what is very obviously this just hand-me-down. Like this suit is something he had very early on his, in his career. And it's probably just been sitting at like the top shelf of his closet or something for a while. And so you're just like showing up in this bootleg Spider-Man suit. <laughs> no one will take you seriously. Uh, have you um, tried using the uh, Enter the Spider Verse suit? Yeah, that stuff is neat. It it's they, neat. It gives me a headache, like just from looking yeah. at videos of it. <laughs> yes, it does. Like I would not so play with a, that, but it is cool yeah. to see. It is. It is neat how accurately they captured that style. But yes, when it does like the very framey movement, I had to shut that off. Uh, but I have left on the bits where it will pop up like comic book sound effects and stuff oh. because it's not. I didn't know you could turn yes. it off. So I, I believe the suit itself, it's always on, but you have power-ups that you can attach to suits, and they let you craft one for the frame rate, and they let you craft another one for the sound effects. Huh. So you can put that onto any suit. Okay. Uh, so I just left the sound effects on, and right now I'm the suit I'm using is like, uh, it's a black suit, but he's got like a... A leather jacket on over it And his helmet is like some Daft Punk looking thing Yes, that's the one I wanted to use Whenever I get it Yeah. That, so like all of the suits I have seen in this game Look really good uh, Whereas yeah. in yeah, the good. original Spider-Man There were like maybe Three or four that I liked Overall <sighs> Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if in the original They all had their own special effects yeah. To them as well But okay But yeah, th- these also have like different benefits uh depending on what you wear um yeah like it's it looks really good too like the ray Mm. so i do not have this in performance mode i'm i'm trying to make it look fancy yeah Uh, and it is a beautiful looking game uh it runs at a very stable 30 frames a second too so i've not really had any issues with the actual performance of it uh, I will say that they turn on heavy film grain by default, and I shut that off after a while because uh, it just felt like it was washing out a lot of the stuff like ray tracing. Yeah. I'm not sure why that defaults on in performance mode. So, or not performance mode, I'm sorry. Uh, cinematic or whatever they call fidelity it. Fidelity mode? F- yeah, I think it's fidelity yeah. in this. It's cinematic in Demon Souls. Yeah, I don't know why you would even turn that on in Demon Souls because <laughs> sure. it doesn't seem like it even oh, well. changes anything. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about that. <laughs> uh, but like, speaking of the ray tracing, it's funny that it looks so good in Spider-Man, and uh, I wish I could turn it off in Watch Dogs because mm. it doesn't look good in Windows. In in what way? Okay, I'll try to explain this. So in Windows and everything, it looks fine. 
the reflections in those look pretty good On cars it's a little iffy But on other surfaces like um There's some like skylights on buildings and metal surfaces and stuff Where it looks like Do you remember in like 360 games Where like Xbox 360 PS3 games Where the shadows would look gritty like around the edges yes. of this it yeah. it all looks like that like huh. it's almost like dithering or something in them i think but yeah it, i don't know if that's because it's rendering it at a really low resolution in the reflection or what's going on but it looks really bad and mm. so yeah i wish i could just turn that off and get a higher frame rate or something um so there's no performance mode in that game no as far as I know, I could not find it in the options. I don't believe there is. Uh, apparently, I'm really to... hoping that. Yeah, I would oh, think that would be basically the standard for this generation. Like everything would have performance yeah. modes. That that is my hope that they would let you choose between performance or fidelity in this generation. Because there are certain games like Miles Morales where I'm going to favor fidelity, and then games yeah. like Demon Souls where performance is absolutely more important. Well. I think this might just be a case with Watch Dogs Because judging by some of the things I've heard about the way it runs on PC uh, Even with that turned off It might not be able to hit 60 on the consoles Because it's apparently pretty hard to even hit 60 on a high-powered PC So, not the most optimized game out there You know, they mm. they need all that extra power for the ladies with tasers All sure. that stuff uh, I got that some... game is going to be like thirty bucks on Black Friday. Yeah, <laughs> and I've been been looking at that and going like, I'm not really interested in this game, but it's thirty dollars. It's fun so far. I got this a uh, very posh lady, like a middle aged lady, wearing sort of like a red dress, and then I switched over to her for a mission and had her go in a um like a restricted area, and she just like popped on this sort of Daft Punk looking helmet with like a red skull on it. <laughs> And so she's just like other other than that, still wearing the sort of red silk dress, but with the skull helmet on. I was like, oh, "All right, this game's pretty good." I might need to I might need to see if I can scrounge up thirty bucks. I got too many games I need to play. That's that's also been part of me yeah. going like, I don't know, maybe don't buy Watch Dogs, but yeah. But yeah. before uh, we get to probably the main. Subject for this episode yeah. Demon Souls Let me talk to you about the issues I've had with the Playstation The 5th The Playstation okay. Cinco. Because I should note uh, I have so far had no issues with this thing Yeah uh, there's a I'm reason going for that in with a fresh, Yeah I'm, I'm going in with a fresh Profile uh, I only have A few games that I've installed with this thing uh, Of course Miles Morales Astros, Demon Souls. I've also put on Tony Hawk and Crash War, but I've not booted those up yet. Uh, I'm having a great time. I bet you are. I am. I also warned you not to put it into rest mode, though, which uh, probably has saved you a bricked console, as it turns out. Mm -hmm. uh, because it especially I, seems I have to have issues with Spider-Man. What? I've put it into rest mode with Demon Souls, and I have not had an issue. Oh, I have two, actually. But... It seems uh, like Spider-Man is maybe the issue yeah. yeah, I've not done it with that, so But, okay, so 
to be fair though with the power of the ssd uh booting from cold is not really that much longer than booting from rust mode so that's there's like less of a need to uh <clears throat> like uh, the last generation you definitely wanted to put stuff into rust mode to get back into things faster uh so far i would say that rest mode is kind of superfluous this time around yeah because uh, even if you want to charge the uh controllers like if you have the charging dock that actually plugs in through an outlet so you really don't need to have it attached to the console yeah uh, and even um with the xbox also i i'm actually not really sure how it works on ps5 i haven't tried it but i know with the xbox even if you completely shut it down a uh, quick resume still like saves all of your progress and everything like it'll still work and bring you back right back to where you were which is neat mm -hmm. i think the playstation 5 might do the same thing of course it doesn't have quick resume across multiple games for some reason but it might I mean, still I... do that for one i'm not sure i always close it when... before i turn it off when i restarted from rust mode I, I, it picks back up right where i left off um well, yeah from rest mode i'm saying from a cold boot. yeah from a cold boot oh it probably doesn't because it does say like it will close all apps you have open yeah so, so it, it it doesn't i was trying to remember back to when because i tested this out like the first day um it it does not you have to boot back into the game yeah which again doesn't take long so not a no. huge deal but Okay, so I, I have heard earlier today, though, I did not read into this, that there might be a way around that, which is the card system, that if you're able to just, like, your card is set up mid-mission, you could click that and it will boot you into the game faster. Because it will oh. just look for that one point and boot you into it. So it's this, it's this weird workaround for a quick resume. That also reminds me, something weird is, um, if you bring up the UI, like the the bar from hitting the PS button there's no like quick way to just get back to the game like um for the PS4 you could just double tap the PS button and it would just bring you right back to the game from the UI no matter where you were but yeah. doing that here brings up like a card thing that will say like resume but when I did that in Astro's Playroom I hit resume and then like restarted the level I was in because it's using because oh, it's like, resuming the... from the card yeah I don't know why oh, there isn't man. just like some sort of get back to the game shortcut. Strange. Yeah. I do appreciate that now you can change the way the share button works and just make it so tapping makes a screenshot instead of holding. Yes. So real quick, I overall like the changes that they've made to the share system. Yeah. Uh, it's made it a lot faster to get a clip that I want and to share it through PSN. The thing that I don't like about it is just the initial like linking it to a Twitter account because for some reason you have to dig around for that. So mine, uh, thankfully, just saved that from my PSN profile because I had already done that with the PS4, so I didn't have to yeah. do anything for this one, which was nice. Obviously, since I, I set up a new profile, yeah. I had to go through all that stuff. And for whatever reason, they do not have it there in that share menu. You have to go fuck around in your account settings. Huh. okay. So that's about, like, I had to look up how to do it because I was, like, yeah. poking around for a while and could not figure out how to link it to a, that's, to a Twitter account. That's weird because with PS4, from what I remember, you would, like, hit share and then you would hit um, share screenshot and then it would bring up, like, do you want to share through Twitter or Facebook? And then you'd hit Twitter and then you could link it. But, yeah, this one's just like, oh, you want to share it in a message? So. Huh, okay. Anyway. Well, I, I have shared them um, because I had to show everybody the... Uh, the little Astrobot pyramid head 
And so <laughs> I had no issues. I love Astrobot Pyramid Head. Yeah. Astrobot Pyramid Head grabbing another Astrobot and awkwardly grinding into it. Well, he's like dragging it around. But yes. I know, but I'm saying like they could have put that scene from the start of when you first no, see Pyramid Head. They couldn't do that. And it's you don't know E for everyone. You don't know what it's doing to that Astrobot, but you know it's wrong. Anyway, I keep preventing you from saying negative things about the PlayStation 5 because I love it a lot. So, <laughs> but why don't right. you get into this? I got my PlayStation and I already had everything, all my games, like put onto my external drive. I had put my PlayStation 4 away. I was ready to enter the next generation. So I get the PlayStation 5, I connect my external drive, I start copying games over. Number one, it takes a really long time to transfer things over, which is strange. Like, way longer than it took to transfer from the PS4. Apparently, this is also a common issue. However, then, it turns out, maybe transferring doesn't matter anyway, because I tried to play One Piece Pirate Warriors 3, and it would not start the game. It was just like, nope, cannot open application. Time to send this console back to Sony. Can't play One Piece Pirate Warriors on it. It's well, trash. I, I can. I just had to delete and reinstall it, which is a common thread yeah. for everything that I had transferred. Because But then you had a well another game that you tried so, to do that too, didn't you? Yes. So after that, I was like, okay, maybe it's having issues with PS4 games. So I tried to launch Samurai Warriors for Empires, and the PlayStation 5 shut down. Just immediately, as soon as I hit launch, it shut down. And it would not turn back on. I tried pressing the power oh, button. Uh, nothing. So, uh, thinking that I had a bricked PS5 because I had heard about things like that happening, at that point I was not aware of issues with the external drives. Because that is, like, the source of this, actually. It turns out I had not copied that over to the internal uh, not that it really mattered because I would have had to reinstall it anyway um, But it was on the external drive And apparently it does not like running games off of that Even though it should That's kind of the idea Because there's not much internal storage So I eventually got the PlayStation 5 to turn back on By hitting the eject disc button And then... What happened then? Oh, it's like, um... I'm trying to remember what happened. I think it said there was an error with the external drive. And it had to go through a repair process for it. Yeah, and then it was just a black screen. It just stayed there. And I thought, like, it wasn't having any output. Like, video output. But then I pressed the power button and was like, going into rest mode. So it was. It just had a black screen after the repair thing. Apparently that also was a common problem because one Jeffrey Gerstmann of Giant Bomb reported this exact same thing happening. Um, mm. Which was apparently every time he went into rest mode playing Spider-Man, it did that. It would require the repair thing and then stick it a black screen. So, after that, restarting it, uh, it's like, hey, there was a problem with the system software. And yeah, no kidding. And you sent a re report to Sony, which I'm sure they looked at and threw into a box with a goat or something. 
Um, <laughs> and so that was when I learned, okay, I need to not run anything off of an external drive. Um, reinstall everything. So basically all of the effort of like putting everything onto the external was worthless. Sure would be nice if they had support for M2 drives like right out of the box. Oh, sure. Although actually at this that... the issue I think with that is that they kind of realized those are going to get way too hot. Yeah, probably. Like I don't know like because uh, that... the bay for it is so small you can't put a heat sink on it. Yeah, that's so when they did the teardown, one of the things I thought was very unfortunate about that is it does not appear to be big enough to accommodate one of the drives with a heat sink on yeah. it. So yeah, I'd be concerned about that too. Because uh, otherwise, I really want to put one in there just to expand the, the space on that thing so I don't have to... Like, I, I guess on the bright side, so I'm not fucking around with an external drive because I just don't happen to have one on me to do that with. Otherwise, I probably would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, just installing from a disk feels like it goes a lot faster on this thing. Like, even when it has to download additional data. And I don't yeah. know if that is they have a better, like, Wi-Fi antenna in this thing. And so it's maintaining a better connection with my uh, with my router. It is using uh, a, a different kind of Wi-Fi, I think. But from what I understand, that won't oh, right, really yeah. affect that. I think that's actually yeah. for, like, a second version of PSVR that will be coming out. That's what I would guess. Mm. But, it, yeah... I don't know. It it seems like it is actually downloading uh, data a lot faster than my PlayStation 4 did. I'm not sure. Again, maybe better Wi-Fi antenna. Maybe it's something to do with, excuse me, the, the software. But uh, when I just was pulling out discs, like I said, I had four of them stacked up uh, when I got the console. And like that whole process took maybe an hour to install four games on that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas on the PlayStation 4... I would have got to play that thing probably the following day. So it's also strange, though. Of course, I talked last week about my disk drive on the Xbox being really loud in a way that's probably not intentional. But even on its side, it's still pretty loud. But uh, so is the PS5 one. So I think that's just how these drives are. Well, with mine at least... Yeah, so with mine, most of the noise has come from it vibrating the two fins that stick out at the top of the console. As if I gently, like, touching down on those while it's making that noise, the noise goes away completely. So it definitely seems to be an issue of vibration. Uh, There is, when I am playing a game, occasionally it will need to spin the disc back around and read some data, and at that point it sounds like a fan is kicking on. Like, it's loud enough that it cuts through. Yes. And then it it'll go like it'll only do that for a little bit and for the most part like it'll do that and then I'll play a game for maybe a couple hours, 3 hours and it won't do it again. So it's very intermittent. Yeah, I don't uh, know because... why it's doing that. It's not reading data. Like it installs everything right off the bat. I think it's just checking mm. to make sure the disk is in there or something. But yeah, it's it's yeah, really loud some considering kind of it's otherwise so quiet. Uh like the Xbox yeah. one it once you actually have it installed, like it basically just does a quick spin to check what the disc is, and that's it. it but the PS5 seems like it's really going at it sometimes. Yeah, because well, like you said, otherwise it's so quiet. Uh, I cannot hear that thing at all. Yeah, 
Me while either. playing games, just having it sit there idling, I do not hear that thing. The only time I hear any noise coming from the PlayStation 5 outside of it reading a disc uh, is if I get up right next to it and I lower my ear down to the console to hear the fan. Yep. Uh, most of that console, if so I've run Demon Souls for probably five hours straight one day and decided to then do like a touch test on the console and kind of see where the heat is. It's entirely on the back of the thing where it's drawing in uh, air through those back vents. It's on the bottom of the console itself, which no, is where the heat sink is. No, it draws in the through the front. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Where, where it's dissipating the heat yeah. is what I meant to say. Um, it's on the bottom of the console, which is where the power supply is. Everywhere else was like actually cold to the touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. The Xbox is the, the same heat. way. Like I, I've tried it and. Yeah, it's all the heat's coming out of that vent where it's supposed to, and actually, sort of the uh, the front part feels cool, which is yeah strange. I'm I'm really impressed with how quiet it is and and how good it is at dissipating that heat. Yeah, so, I think both of them have done uh, a great versus job. the PlayStation Four. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> which sounded like a fucking jet turbine, and it would heat my entire apartment up. And if I touched it. I would scream in pain as my hand, my flesh just sears onto the top of the console. Yeah, I think both of them have done a really good job with the cooling solution this time, which they really needed to. Uh, Sony especially, after the PS4. So, yeah. So, another issue I have with the PS5 is, for some reason, it still counts disc and digital versions of games as separate things. And I don't know why they haven't fixed that yet. Like, uh, Monster Hunter is part of the PS Plus collection. And so I thought, well, I might want to, like, pop into that now and then, so I don't want to have to put a disc in every time. And, uh, gotta delete that and re-download the digital version, which makes zero sense. Do it like Xbox. I was considering adding some of that stuff. Uh, because a lot of those games in the PS Plus collection are games that I have on my shelf, and so for the mm. same reason, it would make it easier. Uh, but then, yeah, I figured, I don't know, that probably would fuck up the library in some way, because the library in this is not great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Uh, the, again, this does not affect you, because you made a new account for this. It shows me every game I have ever played on the PS4. Hell for yeah. For some reason. Games that I rented and played for maybe two hours and sent back are there in the library, and there is no way to get rid of them. I don't See, know why I had did a, this. I had a PSN uh, profile on my PlayStation 3, uh, which moving over to the PlayStation 4, I decided to get rid of, because uh, I was like, I don't know, I, I want a, a clean start with everything. Also, this was part of what got compromised during the, the whole Sony hack, so maybe I should just, you know, kind of cut ties with this account. Yeah. Uh, and then you know the whole thing I've I've mentioned it on the podcast a few times now yes, where I, yes, I got I that twenty yeah you got a look, fancy it. PlayStation you got PT big whoop <laughs> well that's the big problem is PT is on it so now I have to jettison that yeah. account and so I sat down to make a new profile and then after doing so remembered oh right I have a PlayStation three profile I could dust that off and log in with that instead uh, but then I'd have pain in my library forever and so. Probably I shouldn't. Then you'd have pain in real life. I have pain in real life every day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't want 
I took a look through like the trophies list on that profile because it's still on your friends list and was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of games I just don't want to have like cluttering up my library on this thing. I don't know that would even show any of that. I think it only goes back as far as PS4 because I've had the same account since PS3 and it doesn't show anything further back. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. So when you said it shows everything, I thought it actually did have like listings for PlayStation 3 games, just that, of course, it wouldn't have anything to actually allow you to launch it. No. Like I figured it it might have an icon, but it wouldn't actually like populate with anything else. No, just just PS4 games because it could still play those if you did put the disc in or bought it on Mm. PSN or something. Yeah. See, here's an, here's an idea for you. What? What if it filled out with stuff like that, uh, but then if it's on, like, PSN, it just has a, like, hey, you want to play this game again? Buy it on PSN. I mean, it kind of does. If you select it, I think you can just, like, go to PSN store, go to that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, really annoying that you have to delete stuff and then... Redownloaded instead of on Xbox Where if you've installed something from a disc And then you buy it digitally It just is like okay great you own that now Nothing yeah. else to do Which is like the opposite of where uh, Any game you buy on a disc for Xbox Does not have the game on it Like that's just I guess what they're doing now uh, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Valhalla Had about 900 megabytes on the disc I think the deal with that is that It had the last gen version on the disc And you had to download the Series X version But at the same point like at that point, why buy a disc? It doesn't matter. It just makes it more inconvenient. And then second, um, Yakuza Like a Dragon at least had like 30 gigabytes on the disc. I had to download like 20 or 25 or something like that. Which is better, I guess. But still, uh, Demon Souls and Miles Morales, their updates were something like 3 and 9 gigabytes. I forget which was which. But... Yeah, it's That's something like that. Much better. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I feel like uh, that, that was the case before too. Like PS4 games were often much more complete on the disc than Xbox games were even when it wasn't yeah. like you weren't using the same disc for both generation versions. Uh I remember like Black Sad and One Piece World World Seeker, I think it was called. Uh that was back when I had a bandwidth limit. And I got that One Piece game from Gamefly and put it in and saw it had to download a whole bunch of gigabytes. And I was like, nope. And I just sent it back. (laughs) I do not want to play it that badly. Not wasting all that bandwidth on a One Piece game. At least not that One Piece game. Well, that's also weird Uh, because usually Japanese games like that have very small or no day one updates. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Uh, that that's my kind of wanted to. That's, that's just one more issue to put on top of the pile for reasons. I hate the PlayStation Five. That's the quote. <laughs> Destroy All Children says, "I hate the PS 5 Well, hey now, one half of Destroy All Children. I love the PlayStation Five. Yeah, well, you don't care. It's my beautiful, freakish, gigantic baby. It suffers from gigantism. I'm going, but to... I love him anyway. I'm going to cut out all of your bits praising it, so all that will be left <laughs> is me ranting about how much I hate it. Just, nah, I do like you just it chop out a bunch of like my audio so you can doctor it to say PS5 is crap. Yes, exactly. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Nuts. Uh, I like it when I I'm talk actually about playing very... games and the games are working. I think it's great. Anything outside of that, though. Yeah. Uh, well, I do want to talk about thing. something very you know briefly what? that I know that you're positive on. Here's an issue. 
you okay. know, on Xbox, another one. Yeah, on Xbox, you can play Daytona USA. Oh no! On PlayStation Five, you can't. I can't. What? Nope. Sorry. All right, I might be coming around on this. PlayStation that, Five is not as good as I thought it to that, be. That was an Xbox 360 and PlayStation Three game, and you cannot play PlayStation Three games on the PS Five. You can, yeah, however, PlayStation Five. <laughs> you can play it on the <laughs> Xbox Series X. So, I think it's pretty clear who's the winner here. But Larry, the PlayStation Store is actually usable now as a storefront. That's true. It's real well. Again, it is not without fault. There is no way to just select "Show me what's on sale." There is no sale button, which is really annoying. Oh, uh, I haven't, I haven't actually checked. So I needed fuck around inside the store a little bit more because yeah. I've mostly used it to redeem some codes I had uh, for PS Plus, and then you know Miles Morales comes sure. with some stuff that uh, pre-order bonuses that I got to put in a code for. Yeah. Very cool. Um. But, but like my most of my experience with PlayStation Store is it running slow as shit because I didn't really use yeah. it a whole lot on the PlayStation Four, and so it's just right off the bat the fact that that is actually responsive, that it immediately gets you into the store, and that you're able to kind of maneuver through that thing without any like latency is nice. Yes, it is much much better now, which is good because uh, as a side effect of this, they changed the web store to be terrible, and a lot of times it just does not show prices or anything like that, which is great. Uh, there's no way to tell like what's in different versions of games. It will just be like, here's three versions of Avengers. What's in them? Who knows? Buy them and find so, out. So, I've not had any problem with their web store, but like, like I think it's something that you got going on with your browser, which isn't to defend the web store because that means they obviously have not I you know, have built that off... thing to be super compatible. The thing is, I have turned off AdBlock and everything. Like, no script. I've turned all that off. Makes no difference. Uh, sometimes Firefox. So, yes, yeah, sometimes prices show up, sometimes they don't. I don't know why. Maybe I've just been having better luck with it, or maybe we're on different updates of Firefox, I don't know. Well, like I said, sometimes it works fine, and then sometimes yeah. it doesn't, and I I can't figure it out. Either way. Uh, oh, it just boils down to luck. Yeah, I guess. But but hey, at least um, now you can It's just the opposite of before Where the console store was so bad I always used the browser store And now it's the other way around I'm just, I would, yeah. well, I would If I could just go to a sales page That would show me what's on sale Hey Larry, I have an issue with the PlayStation 5 oh, Actually it's oh, more of an issue with my TV Oh boy, oh, uh, okay Yeah, so HDR seems to not work for me. Uh, this is something that I noticed when I set up the PlayStation 5 and it like took me to the settings and everything. And when I had it switched to HDR automatic, it popped up this box saying like, hey, due to compatibility issues with your TV, HDR will not be enabled. Bummer. So it's like, uh, okay, I have HDR on this TV though. Like I use that setting for the Nintendo 64 because it, for whatever reason, blows out the colors on that, which actually <laughs> makes it good for the nintendo 64 because then i'm able to see things with right. my eyeballs but, which but is you ideal told, you told me that you said like i use hdr for the nintendo 64 because it brightens it and i was like uh -huh. that that's not what hdr is supposed to do yeah. though well so part of what i was thinking with that was eh, it's going through this upscaler that i paid like 30 bucks for and it's a nintendo 64 so maybe it's just something about that signal is 
weird and the TV is instead blowing the image out rather than doing what HDR is supposed to do. Uh, but then also like getting used to that for so long, I started to think like maybe HDR behaves in a way that I didn't think it was supposed to. So I clarified with you. Uh, and no, it works the way I thought it was supposed to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I've i not really bothered to turn HDR on anything else because before this, I just had a regular base PS4, which obviously is not going to, you know, support any of that stuff. And, yeah, it did. And a Raspberry Pi is not... Oh, it did? Well, yeah. whatever. Eh, it, who cares? it didn't initially. <laughs> like, it, it was part of an update a little oh, while after okay. the PS4 Pro came out, like a few months after, I Apparently think. Apparently, I slept on this. Yeah, but yeah, it it actually did have HDR support eventually. It wasn't quite, like, not quite up to the standards. Like, if if you had a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X or something like that, it didn't look quite as good. But it was in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I noticed it uh, when playing actually Spider Man. I think was one of the first games I uh, I played with it. Well, like I, I don't know. I, like I said, apparently I slept on that. Was not aware it was in there. Well, pro- uh, yeah, anyway. probably not because it probably did not automatically turn on because it detected your TV and yeah. uh, couldn't handle it. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to uh, HDR. Like if I go into the settings, I can turn HDR on automatic, low, or full, uh, but it's always on to some degree. Uh, so I set it to uh, full thinking like maybe that'll make the difference and it did the same thing that it does with the Nintendo 64 where it just blows the, the the color out everything brightens up way too much which of course makes everything look like shit yeah um and so i fucked around with like the hdr settings on the console trying to do like you know rebalance it and, and that didn't really help what seemed to make some difference was instead of putting the tv in game mode was going over to like uh cinema mode uh and so in reading around, apparently some TVs have issues with HDR in game mode specifically because yeah. game mode will turn off a lot of post-processing stuff to reduce latency. And so it seems like it might be an issue with my TV. And at that point, I don't want to impact the latency for image quality, uh, especially when I'm testing this out on something like Demon Souls, where I'm doing the mm. performance mode for a very specific reason. Yeah. Um, but even then, it it looks off in a way. And so... The weird thing for me was like then going and watching a lot of footage of other people playing Demon's Souls, like mine in just regular, like turning HDR off looks very close to how everyone else is playing that game. And it looks fucking great. Like it's not so much of a thing where I'm just like, oh, I have to have the HDR on. Like it still looks really, really good. But the thing is, if you're watching videos, then you're not seeing what actually looks like. Because it's going to be sure. compressed down to like standard range. Yeah. Um, like, I will say HDR makes the biggest difference in Demon's Souls of any game I've played. Because mm. that whole thing is going through dark areas and then shooting bright magic or fire at things, and it looks phenomenal. But that's so that's the thing for me where I was just like, what difference does it make? Because, like, the way that you describe that is the way that I'm seeing the game too where dark areas are very dark and anything that is a light source, like a spell or a fire, like any kind of particle effect is very bright. And so there's some very good contrast going on there. Well, sure there so, is, but not as much is the point. Like if you actually, I bet if you came over, if you flew over to my house and sat in front of my <laughs> okay, TV, let me book a flight and you would be like, Whoa, this is way different. Uh, but 
spend yes. all this money on a plane ticket I could be spending on a better TV. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, like that's the thing. I've been trying to look around and find like this is a this is a picture or this is footage that is very representative of what HDR is on this game, so I can actually like my eyeballs can get a sense of what that difference is, because I think that's where I'm hung up is if I actually manage to get it to work on the PlayStation Five. I don't know that I would know right away because the amount of weird hoops I'm jumping through, I would just assume, oh, maybe I fucked with the image and this actually is is bad what I did. This is not HDR. I just, I screwed the colors up somehow. Like, I don't think I'd be able to discern it. Nah, um, you'd know the difference. But I don't know. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen, like, proper okay. HDR footage. I really need to. I need to have that experience so I know. So I fucking know in Thing my is, brain and my eyes. That's how I feel about 120 FPS also. I, I've never yeah. seen, like, an actual monitor running at a refresh rate high enough for that. And so I don't know that I would even be able to tell the difference. And I doubt I could. Yeah. But, like... Even if HDR and everything is not... Because that's part of it, too, is I don't know if maybe actually it is working because, like, I've just left it on automatic and my TV always has HDR on. There's no option to turn HDR off on my TV. I don't know if actually it is working. And for whatever reason, PlayStation 5 is detecting it weird. Mine actually, like, pops up a thing in the corner that says HDR whenever it's active. So it's not always, but... With the new consoles, it is always active because they're always using it. But before, like when I had the PlayStation 4, it would only pop up if a game was using it. Yeah. Bear bear in mind, my TV is a Hisense, which is not necessarily a brand like renowned for quality. I bought a very cheap. It was like a 50-inch, 55-inch TV that I got for like 150 bucks. Like it it was dirt cheap. It was on sale. They were trying to get rid of the thing. Uh, It's a smart TV which means that often it just bugs the fuck out and it won't actually let me get to inputs or settings or change the volume, so I have to do a power cycle on it. It's not good. I need to replace it. The actual image quality on the TV is great. The size mm-hmm. of it is great for the price, but it definitely comes with like some caveats uh, sure. considering. you know. But So I don't know. Again, a lot of this might just be my TV, uh, but it might also be definitely that it is, is recognizing... Well, again, because I I can't, I've not had that experience. I could not tell you what the difference is. And this being a brand new console, the fidelity of a core is, of course, much higher than what I'm used to seeing. Sure. So I don't think I can necessarily tell right off the bat, but it might actually still be recognizing HDR, putting it into HDR, not messing with anything. I might be getting that image quality, and I just do not know. But because it had that thing pop up saying there was a compatibility issue, like, pfft, I, I have no idea. Okay. Demon Souls looks really good, though. Yes, it Regardless. does. Regardless. Whether, whether or not I have that in HDR, in fact, it looks incredible. This week's Retro Corner is about Demon Souls. <laughs> Demon Souls, that's right. Uh, well, there's a lot of retro stuff in Astro's Playroom if you want to talk about that for a minute. Because I want to kind of get into some of the stuff that that game does with the controller. Vibrates it real good. Mm, yeah, yeah. Makes I like that uh, when noises. Astro's running, running around, and his little feet like tippy tap on metal. Like that controller is really good about conveying that surface. Uh, but then when you transition to a different surface, it changes like a. Pro- so there, I went to Cooling Springs immediately. Cooling Springs, me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
they kept showing it off and so i knew what i wanted my first experience on the playstation yeah. 5 to be and it was cooling springs it's the canon uh, first stage uh-huh uh even though it's all playstation 3 themed so i think not necessarily um but yeah like when you're in the sand at the start of that and then you transition over to wood mm-hmm. like that that switch between the vibration of it feeling like very granular and then going to a very thunking kind of feeling is it's it's so good yeah that level later on where it's raining and like you feel like the pitter patter of the rain going through the controller like it's heavier and then it transitions to hail also yeah it's really cool uh, the haptic feedback on the triggers uh, changes a lot for like th- there's a lot of uh you know halfway through a level you'll pop into some sort of different like means of conveyance like a rocket ship or a frog suit or and haptic feedback ball. on the hate that ball oh, yeah that sucked yeah but the feedback on the on the triggers for those is really good too because it will it will change in its intensity uh, mm-hmm. so the bit with frog like it has a very good like springiness like you're compressing a spring and then letting it go as it should. Uh, but you you really get that tension in the trigger, uh, the bit where you get the Gatling gun and the trigger then also vibrates a lot. Yeah, that and uh, also when you're the rocket ship and it's like vibrating all over the place while you're thrusting, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, the bits where you're skating on ice and like like it's it's kind of to hard me, to just sit there that, and explain it. Yeah, that was the thing for me, the skating part. Where I was like, oh, this is really cool Like the vibration and how it felt Which yeah. is sort of a weird thing to do Via vibration to make it feel like skating But they done it Congratulations so, to a studio Whatever their name is that made Astrobot Yeah uh, So I think the best way I've heard People try to explain Because it's, it's really something that I think You have to sit down and actually feel in your hands To yeah. sort of understand the impact That that makes uh, But Basically, anything that you hear coming through the controller, you are also feeling it the way that you hear it, I think is the the best way I've heard it described. So it's very good about translating texture. It's It's very good about translating intensity. It's the dual sense, your hearing and feeling. They named it for a reason. Oh. Yeah. This is my Ash Ketchum moment. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Did you not figure that out? No, I I knew. I don't know. I just did. like labeling anything that I don't know about beforehand as an ask Ash Ketchum moment is just very funny to me. Okay. Um, no, so, I, I I got it. Like this is basically what Nintendo kind of promised with HD Rumble uh, with the Switch, except that didn't what, go Nintendo anywhere. Not making good on a promise. I can't believe it. Look, they had that mini game in One Two Switch where you can feel how many balls are in the box, and that was the so only time I'm... it ever used HD Rumble. So that's what I'm worried about with Astro's Playroom and the Dual Sense is uh, going between that and then going into Demon Souls and Miles Morales. There's a clear difference between how each of those three games handles the vibration, sure, and the uh, haptic feedback. Uh, Demon Souls haptic feedback basically does not exist. Uh, you get it on bows and arrows, and that's pretty much it. Well, for uh, the trigger, you mean? There's a yeah, whole lot of yeah. haptics actually, with like opening doors and like rolling through vases and stuff. There's plenty of that. Sure. Uh, but, like, I, I think the one thing that I really miss between those two games specifically is the actual, like, 
rumble you get on walking around on different surfaces. Because one of the things that Demon Souls does that's really impressive to me is how it is detecting different surfaces you are standing on and then changing the sound effects of it appropriately. So it never, like, when your character is walking through dirt and mud, it those sounds feel varied enough that I can't really detect any repeating audio clips hmm. uh, in the way that you probably could in a game from a previous generation. Like, they talked about, uh, there was a very long Digital Foundry thing with uh, a couple guys from Bluepoint, and they got into, like, how they handled audio in that game, where their engine is able to detect, okay, your foot is on the surface, and 20% of the surface is rock, uh, 30% of the surface is water, another 40% of the surface <laughs> is mud. And so then it will then like modulate the audio to capture the sounds of all those surfaces at once to the degree which your character is standing on it. Okay. They, they are doing like some pretty crazy stuff with the audio in that game, apparently. And and they made the point that the best way to enjoy what they're doing is to use the the 3D uh, audio headphones, which I'm not paying 60 bucks for those, so I'll never know. Uh, but like I it would it would be great if the controller also helped convey that if like the different surfaces were felt like your footsteps are in Astro's playroom. Yeah. Like I really wish that was in Demon Souls. When you go to Shrine of Storms and it's raining, yeah. I missed having like that that pitter patter that I got in Astro's playroom. That would have been so fucking good in it Shrine would. of Storms. Um like there are some cool uses of it in there like uh in tower of latria when you're near that big giant beating heart like it makes the thumping in the controller which is pretty cool i like Um, when you go to the old monk boss fight and you get uh invaded and at the footsteps that the invading phantom makes in that cutscene feel really cool in that controller i haven't gotten to that spoilers it's it's got a weird sort of reverb to it like it, it's this very ethereal kind of feeling that they pump through that controller. It's it's really cool. But also just like the vibrations when you're like pushing giant gates open and stuff feel pretty yeah. good. Like that's the thing. Just the regular vibrations feel a lot better than Rumble did on previous oh, yeah, controllers. Yeah. I just I wish they were doing more with it in Demon Souls because there is a lot yeah. of areas where it does not give you that kind of feedback. And so that's why I was saying earlier in this recording that. I think Astros has maybe spoiled me in some ways because it's definitely doing a lot, a lot, a lot more uh, with the controller in that game, as it should because it's a showcase. Yeah. But it is another one of those things where I just worry that, you know, as time goes on, developers will use it less and less. Sure. Uh, so... Because uh, Spider-Man is similar in, in that regard. Um, there There's definitely different, you know, feelings and, and textures to the rumble, but... Not as much as I would like. Mm-hmm. Again, there, there's a there's a whole chunk of that game after a mission where you're just swinging around New York and it's very foggy out and there's a bunch of rain and oh man, would would have been real good if they simulated that like hitting Miles as he's swinging around, like changing the intensity of the rain and like the contact is making that would have been amazing. But they don't do it. Well, just like Eddie Rabbit, I love a rainy night. So yeah. Demon Souls, how about it? I love Demon Souls. Me I too. always have. It's a great right. game. We were in on the ground floor of Souls before uh, Souls fans ruined it. Yeah, Souls fans still trying to ruin the remake of Demon Souls. Also, yeah. I'm look. It's okay for us to be Souls hipsters. We were in there. Yeah. 
I got you to play Demon Souls by saying, hey, this is like a Berserk game, and you were like, well, I guess I need to buy this. So, yeah, shit, signing on. Yeah. Yeah, Demon Souls is is real good. So, Demon Souls is a game I've regularly gone back and revisited, probably more so than in any of the other Souls games outside of uh, 3. But 3 was a lot of uh, Danny and I would play that periodically because it's, you know, you can't really do any sort of matchmaking in Demon Souls, the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can with 3 because it has a password system. Demon Souls has now implemented that same password system. Oh. So if you want to then group huh. up with somebody and play Demon Souls, it is now much easier to do that. Okay, quick question. Because you had uh-huh. said that you had gone back to this. I have not played Demon Souls since it came out. You had said in a... Um... When that first trailer came out You were like oh you can vault in this You couldn't do that in the original Are you sure about that? You could vault in the original the Okay. Thing, so <laughs> I, I was have looking at these areas because... And I was like wait yeah. How would you get up here in the old I thought maybe in the old one you just had to sort of clip your way up Because there were definitely places where you could do that uh, Yeah. But okay There is like a, You do it so little in Demon Souls, that yeah. it is baffling why it is even a feature. Yeah, it is. Uh, plus, I think part of what weirded me out about it is, of course, the animation is completely redone. And so, like in Demon Souls, the original, it's, you know, you just do a little quick leap and it's it's nothing you pay any attention to. In the remake, it's a whole fucking movement that your guy does. So, yeah, like, I don't know. It just struck uh, me as new. I uh, went back to Shrine of Storms and realized I had missed the Regenerator Ring because that's a place where you have to vault up there. And I think I went by there before it and was like, oh, can't get up there. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, so that that is actually, I think, maybe one of the things I would knock the remake uh, for is that it is it, it is rigidly following the the way the original Demon Souls played yes, to is. the point that the AI is still. Awful on yeah. a lot of enemies Like the skeletons um, still just roll Into ankle high barriers endlessly The gargoyles yeah. still spend a lot Of time just flying around doing nothing So Shrine of Storms 2 there's that Bit with the manta ray shooting at you And you're on very like uh, Narrow footing and you have to deal with Skeletons coming up at you yeah. Which is maybe my least favorite part <laughs> Of all of Demon Souls Because it really does just honestly feel like It's balanced very poorly For me it um, is the uh, phantom mind flayer On the stairs going up to Maneater That is the worst enemy of any In that entire game For me Weirdly this time I had no trouble with it Huh None at all, but I think it's because the weapon I had could take it out in like four strikes And I have just enough stamina each time to run up and wail on it and be okay. done with it So yeah. like that Mind flare never killed me Well, I'm I'm also uh, not, I think, doing this in the order that you're really supposed to uh, Because he takes a lot of hits Oh, I'm definitely not Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I, I want to get into some of the stuff with the old monk, but I'll, I'll save that for a moment But um, okay. yeah, no, the, the bit with the, the skeletons and everything, there is a flagpole uh shortly up that path and i realized that if you run up to the flagpole and you stop at the same place every time the first skeleton will run up to you while the other one immediately rolls the fuck off the level and dies <laughs> great <laughs> and so i realized i can game the ai every single time in this yep uh, and then that first skeleton i could run past him and then run down to the one shooting arrows at me and in doing this the skeleton that i ran past would also fly off the fucking level, so I wouldn't have to deal with either of them. Good times. 
there are still at least three bosses that you can just shoot arrows at from a distance and never get hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which... Adjudicator? Well, he, he'll, like, do the tongue stuff at you, so I'm not really counting that, unless there is a spot that I'm not aware of where you can just do that. But... So, before we move off of that, I, I want to say one of the areas that really impressed me is the Adjudicator boss arena, because when you go to, like, the ledge... Uh, so that's it's a very vertically stacked area. Yeah. Uh, there's, I think, like two layers to it and then a floor layer. Uh, when you go up to the edge of that, the bricks will actually like kind of crack away and like flake off yeah. in a way that is really impressive. Like it, it looks real. Like you're actually stepping on this like worn surface and it's breaking apart in a very realistic way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um there's a there's adjudicator, but like I said, he will do the tongue stuff. Uh, there's leechmonger, which has the same spot mm. where you can go over, and he will like fling leech balls at you, but they won't actually hit you. Um, there's the maiden. There's vanguard. There is. Is there are there more? Can I think you, can a... you still do the trick to get flame lurker stuck on the pillar? I haven't gotten to him yet. He got kind of hung up on there a few times for me, but he always managed to wiggle his way loose. Hmm. Uh, I actually, so I kind of wonder if they have maybe changed a few things there with, like, boss AI. Maybe. Uh, because, well, so actually, specifically, uh, I had mentioned looking up what to do on a boss, and it was the Dragon God, which I died to an astonishing amount of times, uh, because I think that they maybe, cha like, changed the way that he spots you in that thing. Uh, it feels like he is much better about detecting you and actually hitting you. Because, huh. um, like, I thought originally if you are behind cover where he can't see you, if you then get spotted and run back behind that cover, he also won't be able to hit you through that cover, uh, which is not the case anymore. I he don't... will absolutely, he will murder you. Yeah, I don't think that was the case. I think once he spotted you, he was going to hit you. Mm. Part of my problem, though, too, is that I was trying to beat that boss fight using the god hands uh, because there is a trophy yeah. linked to defeating that boss with the god hands. I did not realize that you could use any other weapon to actually break apart the rubble in your path. So long as you use the god hands to actually get the kill, that's all that matters. Yeah, that was what I figured. Uh, so I, I made things much harder for myself because those took like a good eight hits on <laughs> rubble to break it apart. Well, also, uh, whereas if I just used my mace, that was one hit and those things are done. Yeah, I, I think the way those, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure using a heavy weapon, if you two-handed, it always takes like one hit, no matter what your actual damage output yeah. would be. Yeah, I but think. God hands are fucking terrible for that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, I wasted probably two hours on that boss fight, mostly Good because guys. I was trying to use the god hands the whole time, and then like at the end I decided, you know what, I give up, I'm going to just kill him with the god hands, and if the trophy pops, it pops, if it doesn't, I'll get it on a new game plus, and, and now I will know. Uh, but thankfully it, it ended up popping for me. Uh, Flame Lurker also took me a lot of attempts, and that is, uh, I kept getting like stuck on his legs. Like, he would just get real close, and I would get wedged between his big, meaty thighs, and I would not be able to get out. And then the camera would really freak the fuck out on me. Like, there was a lot of it just, like, for whatever reason, getting locked in very close to him, and then I can't see anything, and uh-oh, now I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, like, that's consistent with the original game. Uh, there are, unfortunately, like, 
a few areas where they did not fix the camera at all. Nope. Uh, Valley of Defilement, and that's... especially like uh, the the yeah. sort of narrow parts with the stairs going down. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. great. I'll try to find where all the large boys with clubs are. Ninety percent of my deaths to Flame Lurker are because I had camera issues and yeah. and just could not see. I could not pull the camera away before he would kill me. Uh, and like. Again, I, I think my biggest knock on that game is there is stuff that I wish that they changed more about the original. I, I wish they made that camera better. I wish that they had actually made the AI more intelligent in some places, uh, which sure. unfortunately they have not. Um, I, I just think the thing is, if they had done that, then the Souls fans would be very angry because they're already they're mad very about angry stuff anyway. that's yeah. <laughs> inconsequential. Yeah, they're flipping out about graphical things that honestly do not... Again, we talked about it last time, Boletaria. Like, that was just blocks originally, and I... Yeah. You had, is... I don't want to take credit for this point that you made. I, I do not think, or rather you said that it's doubtful they were going for a specific, a specific aesthetic with the way that Boletaria was designed, so much as it was the PlayStation 3 and like Miyazaki just stood over someone's shoulder and said, make it look like blocks, please. Well, I, I don't even know that it's really that. It's just that they were like, eh, whatever, you're not going to see it that often. Just It's off yeah. in the distance, make it blocks. Like yeah. That's the thing. People want to ascribe uh, intention to From Software for a lot of things that I really don't think they put that much thought into. Yeah, FromSoft does not deserve as much credit as people want to give them. No, they were cranking out games like left and right. Like they were making armored cores, they were making like a bunch of stuff at the same time. This was just the newest Kingsfield at the time. They weren't like pouring over it, making sure everything was architecturally like to the book. Like looking at all these reference materials and stuff. Like, oh, we need to make it look exactly like this era of medieval Gothic, whatever. Yeah, and well, yeah. even like. Man Eater was another thing that they got hung up on. Uh, and I think it's because Man Eater now looks like more fleshy, whereas in the original he appeared to be more of like a gargoyle. But I think that in the original game, that was more an issue with the visual design of the original Demon Souls not conveying what that boss was actually supposed to be. Yeah, the in, whole point in the original he looks of, like a bronze lion, basically. Yeah. And in Latria, the whole point of that place is that the the monk has come in and has been doing grotesque experiments on people to make his own demons that will obey him. And so you have like the uh, bugs with like the faces on it. And like one of the things in the remake of Demon Souls is you can actually see them like stitched together. Yeah, uh, they they look like uh, the fucking. You ever see Tusk? I have not they they seen, look like the walrus creature at the end of Tusk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They they look they look good and gross. Um. And like that's the point is like Man Eater was supposed to be basically the stitched together monster, the chimera, and so it having a human face, you would assume, is part of that same uh bit of lore of him taking people and just as whatever. I'll sew the centipede onto a dude's face. Just yeah. see what happens. I don't know. And I like how the second one like has a skull face. To sort of differentiate them Yeah I don't know if that I was the case in the original I can't remember if that was Yeah I, I would need to go back and check I'm not sure I but will say like I, The man-eater fight Is what I'm on now And that's why I think I'm probably doing this too early Because I do not have the damage output To like do anything to them I am just barely chipping away at them 
Maneater took me like maybe four attempts yeah. and then I was able to finally get them. Like the, the thing that mostly fucked me up the first few times is so again, talking about like not fixing AI, uh, sometimes Maneater will get stuck underneath the bridge. Yep. Sometimes he'll just fly away for pretty much the entire fight. Yep. And then sometimes he will not stop jumping the fuck around all over the place. So like I mostly had the bad luck to have both man eaters being very active on the bridge. And so they would knock me down. I would stand up and the other one would already be vaulting at me. And so I would just yeah. get bounced around between the two of them. I mean, it's also a good example of how Demon Souls really requires that you that you like invest your skills in various places like you really need to have ranged options whether it's magic oh, yeah. or like arrows or something like that i wonder if you can still snipe man eater through the fog gate oh i don't know i did not try that i, I wonder either. if that's still in there probably is. i think they patched that out of the original actually at some oh. point but i'm not sure if that's the case then maybe not but yeah but yeah like it Souls fans are insane. Stupid. <laughs> like, Some would say. Yes, very much so. Because uh, honestly, like a lot of the visual design of Demon Souls looks pretty much indiscernible to me from the original in all but like how much fidelity there is there now. Yeah. Dude, like, God, the, the lighting in Latria when you're in the prison section is so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Even though it also reminded me how bad that first level is because everything looks exactly the same i mean like it's a prison it really does so i so i speaking of areas i spent entirely too long in i got horribly lost in the first part of latria even though i've been through it numerous times and it's because i kept missing one set of keys in like the lower portion the, of the level the one where you go I down the just, stairs yeah i just fucking kept running by it i don't know why i kept doing this but for about Two hours, three hours, I did. And just made full loops around there going like, I don't know where the fuck the last set of keys are. Yeah, you sent me a message saying like, where's, what key am I missing? And first of all, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. keys you have, so that doesn't, I, I don't know. I just needed to really let my happy. frustration out. Yeah, um, I was not expecting an answer, but. Yeah. I eventually figured it out. Not Now I will never make that mistake again. Uh, right. Except for when I don't play this game for a year and then I come back to it and then I'm sending you another message over Discord bitching mm -hmm. about the keys. Another thing here, though, is that they did change the uh, the trophies, which is nice, because it seems oh, like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. horrible to get a platinum now. Yes, uh, you still have to mess around with some online online stuff. It still requires three playthroughs of the game. Uh, specifically, like the two big things I know is you need the soul from the final mm. boss in order to get a specific spell, but then you also need it a second time in order to forge the Northern Regalia. So the thing is, I think... Actually, no, I think you only need the False King soul for the Northern Regalia. Never mind. It's not the same one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I, I think you can do it in two playthroughs by save scumming. Like, if you mm. upload your save to the cloud, uh, get all the miracles, and then quit download that cloud save and then go back and get the magic i think that will do it yeah but i don't think See, you I actually think need the, to do three times the trophies for you that you're going to hate are the online ones which are i mean helping well, someone defeat a boss is not not that big of a deal but yeah. the one where you have to defeat an invading phantom is more of a problem because the old monk boss fight does not count for that oh that's weird yeah 
So I kind of get it because also that that fight is unique in the sense that it's the only time you can be invaded while you are a phantom yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is that area is agonizing to me and it always has been. But I completely forgot about just how bad it was, because a lot of the times I've gone back and played Demon's Souls, the game just isn't active anymore. And so I've not had to get invaded on that. Uh, but the way that's set up is it's a single staircase, and they throw a bunch of enemies at you on that staircase, including two uh, Black Phantom uh, Mind Flayers, uh, which if you think the one on the staircase of Demand Eater takes a lot to kill, boy, those ones can shoulder a lot more damage. So that's also probably uh, what I was thinking of, because when I was going up those stairs, I was ready for a second one. I was like, yeah. okay, it's it's not here. Yeah, you're thinking about the area after that. Uh, And they they do this because they need to provide enough of a buffer to actually connect with another player and draw that player in before you get to the boss arena. The problem is, when the game is actually active, it is an excessive amount of stuff to slow you down. So I would often get invaded after killing a couple enemies, and now this phantom who has invaded me this poor sucker is going to sit up there for another five minutes waiting for me because I got to kill these fucking mind players and they take forever. And so the entire time I'm running up there, I start feeling bad about making somebody wait. Okay. They just want to have a good time. I want to have a good time. I like that element of that boss fight. I want to fight a real person at at this point in the game. And so it's a bummer to me that I'm having to get through all this stuff and I'm making somebody wait on me. I would feel um, good about making that person wait because I have no sympathy for anybody <laughs> who wants to PvP in the Souls game because they're probably couple... some kind of jerk who would use the scraping spear. <laughs> I had a couple times where people disconnected because I was taking too long. Great. Um, but like a part of my issue with that too is when it does the actual cutscene of summoning them in, it's a fairly lengthy cutscene. You can skip all the cutscenes in the game except for that cutscene. So every time I'd run up there, I'd have to watch that shit again every single time. Cool. I've, I've probably seen that cutscene 12 times. I'm I'm sick of it. Uh, the actual boss fight when you're against another player, uh, I found that the connection has been a lot more stable than what you could expect from pretty much any other Souls game. Uh, so I, that's nice, at least. I did notice that the whole like connecting online thing is way, way faster. Than it has been every other Souls game Maybe Bluepoint knows how to work with netcode or something What? Yeah, I don't know It's like they got an actual competent developer on this video game It's almost like From Software are just the absolute worst at netcode in the entire industry It sounds like From Software is just the absolute worst about coding Pretty much, yeah Just in general Because the worst parts about this game are the parts that are just left over from FromSoft. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like, the worst parts of this game I can't really fault Bluepoint for because it's clear that they just wanted to make it as close to the original in in that they lifted code and brought it over. Very Uh, strange that software is in FromSoftware's name when it's not exactly their high point. Uh, Well, you know... A bit of a misnomer. I mean, they did make a Kogi. I had one person who invaded me uh, for that boss fight. Two two I want to draw attention to. One of them had a weapon that just immediately broke all of my equipment. So that person's a jackass. That's scraping spear. That's what I'm saying. Jackass. Yeah. Uh, Second one is someone who had, like, the the giant bone sword that you get in uh, Stonefang. Yeah. And so very slow 
And I kept dodging around that guy and just laying into him with, a, like, really long combos. I have, like, the uh, Dragon Longsword, so it's got, like, fire damage on it. Yeah. Uh, but, I'd like, I'd run out of stamina, and so I never quite got a combo in long enough to, to knock him out. And they would just run away, and they would eat healing items. And they, they did this constantly. And I kept getting them down to, like, maybe two more hits would kill them, and then my stamina would run out, and they would repeat. And so, finally, they killed me. And then they started, like, doing a bunch of, like, braggadocious shit, like, waving <laughs> your weapon around. I'm like, dude, motherfucker, I, like, I was wiping your ass all over the floor for the last, like, five minutes, and you're going to get a big head over this. Like, all right, dumbass. That sounds like a Souls PvP player. <laughs> Piece of... Jesus Christ. Also, that weapon sucks so much. Even when it made, like, contact with me, it only took, like, a third of my health away. The, uh, the, like the only reason smasher. he won is Yeah, the only reason he won is I was uh, basically dry On healing items at, at that point So I had to kind of fall back On a miracle and obviously that takes a lot Longer to wind up and, and use Yeah but, Yeah, whatever, I'm, I'm past that point In the game now, I think I only got like six more Areas to go and then I'm, then I'm Done, and then I start my second Playthrough because I need to get all the trophies Because I'm sick Oh boy Yeah the worst one is going to be uh, all rings because they added rings to this game. Uh, they put four new ones in. One of them requires a pure chunk of bladestone, and they have apparently not influenced the drop rate for that item at all. So that was one of the hardest items to find in the original Demon Souls. You have to farm it off like the black skeletons in uh, Shrine of Storms. Uh -huh. And I think it only drops from like two of them in particular. And they're both like a ways into the level. Uh, I know, like in the second area, it's the one behind the hidden, like it's behind the uh, illusion wall. So you got to get past the Grim Reaper and all that stuff. So you make a pretty long loop just to get there. Uh, but you need to get that, and then you got to trade it with the crow to get one of the rings that they added. So that's going to be fun. Cool. Just really I mean, hoping I wouldn't I, have to grind. But, I did get you know. that uh, that new ring that boosts item discovery. So. That's nice, but yeah, I know. So there's I a distinction to, get, to. I need to get blade stone because my main weapon is a sharp uchi katana, and so I need I need all the blade stones. Oh boy, uh, there's a distinction to make though with that ring, and I do not know whether or not it's the case. The way that item discovery works in Demon Souls is that you have low-level item discovery, which is a separate thing from rare item discovery. So if you have items that boost item discovery, but they are only specifically boosting the item discovery on common items, it will not influence the rate that rare items drop. I hate it. Uh, and likewise, I believe that luck only influences like basic and common item drops. It does not really influence rare item drops. Great. Yeah, luck is a absolutely worthless stat in Demon Souls. Uh, it's pretty worthless throughout all the Souls games, but it is more valuable in in pretty much every other Souls game than Demons, where it's just junk stat. You never want to touch it. Uh, so yeah, like in order to get pure Bladestone, there's already like guides out there of what items to have and everything. Because I, you know, people have had to do that in the original Demon Souls. I don't think they've changed anything about it for the remake, because uh, obviously they've not changed a whole lot. So that's nice that they put a ring associated with it. <laughs> Fuckers. Well, at least you only need Piece to get one. Shit. 
Yeah, so that's what I wonder too, is if someone is able to then, out of the kindness of their heart, just drop that ring for you after they've gotten that trophy. So then you can take it into your Can't game and unlock the trophy. <sighs> because I was uh, trading stuff. Demon Souls. I was trading stuff with the crow and uh, thought, hey, I've got some extra rings that I'll need. Maybe I'll like the rings and I can't drop them. Oh, great. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But hey, yeah. uh, there's a funny thing. They did not change the way the crow works. You still have to exit the level and, or game, rather, and come back. A lot easier now when it loads in like four yeah. seconds. Yeah. The, I was going to say, to be fair, I've not found that to be as much of an issue because it is very quick to just bounce out and bounce back in and pick yeah. up the item. Uh, to the point that it's still bizarre that you have to do that, that it would maybe not immediately trade the item for you. I bet it's just something with the way the game is coded because from what I understand, like they're still using a yeah. lot of the way that game works in the underlying code, but... I think that it's also partly they don't want you to drop an item you didn't intend to drop and immediately lose it. Well, they, want, they, they want you to have the ability to pick something back up that you didn't intend to drop down. Yeah, but they could just make it like... I don't know. A just, confirmation screen? Like, well, hey, you're well, dropping this item to trade with the crow, yes or no? I guess. I, I was just thinking of the way it w worked in... Um... Two changed it right So it was just you drop it and immediately it changes Into the traded item I'm pretty uh, sure two it, did It might have I'm trying to remember that nest The nice the thing beginning. about two is Yeah the nice thing about two is that nest is Just right there Yeah, You don't have to go anywhere for it You don't have to do a whole big run through of a bunch of shit uh, Yeah, yeah I, whatever I don't know yeah. And Demon's Souls matter. is very good Yes, it is. There, there is stuff. There is stuff about that game that I, you know, AI could be better. Camera could definitely be better. Uh, but then you also do stuff like you go into Valley Defilement and it's running at a locked sixty frames a second, and you're like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Yeah. Also, uh, actually, looks good for what it is. It's not just yeah. a muddy mess. Well, it is. It's but... a pretty looking area now. Like yeah. it is a mess, but in a way that is aesthetically pleasing. Like it's creepy down there. I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, now I'm heading I, my way into the swamp Which was the so, worst area in the original So I am curious Because I have had performance Yo. issues In yeah. Demon's Souls Stonefang okay. When I am in the second area And I run through that tunnel Where all the dudes are working I start getting like a bunch of screen tearing At the bottom of the screen And the frame rate goes to shit Hmm. Okay I, d I don't know what's up with that. I've had a few areas where, like, I've run from outdoors to indoors, and it will hitch up for a second. I bet it's loading stuff. It it must be, but because it is... that area that you're talking about, the tunnel that you run through, that leads to, like, the big pit, and then yeah. all the tunnels underneath, so it's probably loading that stuff in. And it only happens when I sprint through it. Yeah. If I'm just going through normally and finding guys, it doesn't. But if I'm booking it, which I did often because you have to take that route to get back to Flameworker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it starts really hitching up. And it's, it did it very consistently in that area. I've not really had too much of a problem with the performance in the rest of the game. Uh, but that did strike me as unusual. Yeah, um, that's probably why. Because at that point, you could go that way or you could go back. So it's probably yeah. not sure exactly what area to have loaded at the moment And that, may like, be the case. that tunnel, there's no reason it should be like an actual GPU issue 
So that that's yeah. what I would think it is. Uh, I have also, because I wanted to see what the difference is in cinema, uh, cinematic mode, uh, which, by the way, nothing, really, because it's not <laughs> like the game uses ray tracing either way. Yeah. Uh, which, as they explained, there's not really clean reflective surfaces in Demon's Souls to begin with, so it makes sense that you would not put ray tracing in the game because you're just going to hit the performance for very little. Uh, which sounds right to me, but the cinematic mode, that's basically just, hey, you want a crappy frame rate mode? Because there's really no difference between the two of them. Yeah. And like shifting from performance over to that was extremely jarring. Like I ran around in a circle in performance mode just to get a good sense of it, then swapped it over and ran around in the circle, and then I wanted to throw up all over myself. Yeah. I really don't even know why it's an option Honestly uh, Because It still looks really good In performance mode I don't see any difference Yeah uh, That same Digital Foundry interview they, They had the two guys on there And they asked about that And one of them was just like yeah, I like to swap between the two modes all the time Because you get a little bit different out of each of them Depending on the area that you're in And then the other guy was like I don't do that. If you switch over to cinema mode off of performance, it looks terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of the guys from blue point is outright being like, I don't know why the fuck we have this in here. It looks bad. That's great. I I started that video and they got real deep into the weeds right off the bat with like tessellation and stuff. I was like, nah, I'm not going to watch all this. There's, there's interesting stuff in that video, but yeah, it is a lot of, uh, typical digital foundry stuff of hey let's talk about things that my brain just is not equipped to understand well also the digital foundry guys uh, as much as i enjoy their videos and stuff they seem to be under the they love to subscribe to the theory of more effects equals better i want motion yeah. blur i want film grain i want all of this stuff and as much as possible doesn't make the game actually look aesthetically bad doesn't matter more effects is more impressive which I yeah. do not agree with, but you know they they were talking about like being impressed by the film grain being automatically on in Spider Man, if I remember right. And and again to kind of bring it back to that, I think that makes that game look worse because it drowns out some of the more interesting effects. Mm. So I I actually usually like film grain, but I don't like motion blur, and I'll often turn that off if I can. Then the nice thing with the film grain. In Miles Morales is you can it's got ten different settings on it, so you can ratchet it down to something where it's still present, but it's it's less mm-hmm. detrimental, I think, to like ray tracing and things like, in like Mass that. Mass Effect. Uh, I turned it all the way up on Mass Effect. Sure. I ended up just I turned it down halfway in Miles Morales and then eventually I was like, Yeah, fuck this, I'm shutting it off entirely. Mm. Um but yeah, like Demons has an option for turning off the motion blur. Demons has a lot of different like filtering options. That yeah. also seem bizarre to include Like <laughs> yeah. here's, a, here's a Fucking Kurosawa mode For Demon's Souls uh-huh. Just throw the game into grayscale Fuck it uh, Here's like swamp green mode Where every like it looks like you're playing the game Through fucking night vision goggles Like it's sure. so weird It's like Dark Souls on your Game Boy Oh man They should have just gone all the way and did that Yeah Yeah it's like a ukulele has got that And it makes the game impossible to play I bet Yeah It's uh I am surprised to even get that level of graphical options On Demon's Souls let alone a console game So I think that stuff is, is neat Even if a lot of it I would just not fuck with at all Yeah uh, So that's, that's a Demon, review Demon's of Demon's Souls, Souls. Is great. Yeah 
it's still for better or worse it's still demon souls uh, no matter what souls freaks might try to tell you they're full of shit still demon souls bless they added extra blocks on that castle it's unplayable oh no now it looks like a different type of castle instead of the other type of castle in this fictional world Impossible. Man eater looks like a chimera now instead of a gargoyle, which he was never supposed to be to begin with. I fucking return this game to Walmart. I want my seventy-four bucks back. Even though the rest of this game plays exactly the same. Anyway, you want to play Demon Souls with me because it has the password option? Yeah, probably not. I can help you get the uh, get, get the achievements. We can we could wait for someone to invade together and then fuck them up real good, just the two of us. No, Let's bash them. We could both get the scraping spear and like wait on either side of a doorway for the invader to come through and then mangle them. It'll be the unauthorized Bash Brothers experience. That's us. <laughs> I'm Mark McGuire. You're Jose Canseco. <laughs> Because Why I'm, do I gotta be Jose Caseco? Because you're very large And also do a lot of drugs yeah. Sure, well that's true Allegedly um, I am surprised nobody in the old monk boss fight Did the thing that I always did Which is to just take that big ass axe And stand like right in the doorway And wait for them to come through And then <laughs> flatten them No one did it I had two people with that axe and they didn't think to do it Come on man Also I think part of the problem with getting the scraping spear Is that that needs one of the boss souls And so then you wouldn't be able to get the the miracles or spells Which is what what you need for the trophy I don't need a scraping spear for a trophy So that's, that's actually a weird issue that I ran into I'm not sure what was going on with this uh, I had the Searing Demon Soul, which is what you need to give to Ed in order to begin crafting, like, boss uh, yeah. soul weapons. Uh, originally, it's the Red Hot Demon Soul. They changed the names of some things in this game, so that also kind of weirded me out a bit, because I was looking through my inventory for the Red Hot Demon Soul, and it are was you, not there. Are you sure it was, or was that in Dark it, Souls? No, it's it's the Red Hot Demon Soul. I'm pretty sure about this. They changed it to Searing. They they changed well, the name of some other like locations and stuff as well. In well, this. I I know it was red hot and dark. Is why I say that. It's. I'm pretty sure it's also that in demons. Uh, well, you were wrong about point. the vaulting, so I don't know if I can trust you anymore. Look it up on the Google. Okay. Uh, while I talk about this, because. I had that item in my inventory the entire time and I kept trying to give it to Ed, like exhausting his dialogue and he would just not budge and take the soul. And so like I ended up beating all of uh, Stonefang mines and I came back and talked to him again thinking, ah, maybe the dragon God needs to be dead. Still would not do it. Uh, eventually, like after turning the console off and then turning it back on and putting the disc back in and then like fucking around in Latria and beating the old monk, I went back and then he would accept the Searing Demon Soul. So I don't know if like my game bugged out and the console needed to be reset, or if there is some different trigger now for him actually accepting that thing. But drove uh, me a little nuts. It was a Red Hot Demon Soul. You were correct. Thank you. Yeah, they. I don't know why they changed that in this one. Maybe it was like a translation thing, but it is a Searing Demon Soul now. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, there's a, there's certain locations where they change the name of the locations as well. I don't really know those off the top of my head, but 
uh, I've been looking at some guides to make sure I don't miss certain things, and and some of them have specified like, oh, this is called this in the remake. Hmm. Uh, that's strange. Which, yeah, it, to a degree, would have helped when I was looking through that inventory to know that I had the right item. Because for a moment, I thought like, oh no, maybe I accidentally ate this. Just shoved these souls in my mouth and mashed <laughs> them up with my teeth. <laughs> I mean, really, I guess you might as but, well because you don't need any of the boss weapons for the trophies now. So no, which whatever. is which is a good thing because like that was an issue with the trophy set in the original game was you needed to get a bunch of those weapons, which requires that you upgrade very specific weapons that then transmute into the boss weapons. You need the boss souls, and then you need to grind an excessive amount of like different ores and stones because uh, there is a frankly disgusting variety of ores in this game well also the uh, enemies are is... dropping them constantly and you and and yet you never have enough and the issue is in demons the uh the crystal lizards just despawn eventually like they don't come back whereas eventually the... yeah yeah and you can farm dark... them up to a point yeah but also i think it doesn't matter if you kill them or not like that's basically using up one of their lives and once they run out yeah they're gone uh, whereas in dark like they will keep spawning until you kill them yes uh which is a there is that one area in stone thing where it's like a small room past two black phantoms and there's like five of them in there and i can never like you get to a few of them they always dis- like disappear before i'm able to get down there yeah uh, and there are a lot of parts where it's like there's a lizard at the end of this hallway with like three guys between you and it and so yeah, you just have yeah. to like book it to it and try to kill it yeah I mean rarely do I ever want to do that I'm not sure if there's like maybe certain uh, Like high level ores that are Attached to specific lizards where you Really need to do that I don't uh, know But look man if I could get a pure blade stone from doing That I'm I need that pure blade stone Man yeah. I don't think so I, I don't I want my blades those... don't cut with anything I want it Pure I just I'm just trying to be pure <sighs> uh, I'm pretty sure those only come From the skellies Yeah it's a bummer yeah, because uh, I was trying to gr- I was trying to get it off of the first black skeleton in the first area of Latria, and then oh Latria, I'm sorry, Shrine of Storms, and then like I read online, oh no, it's only these two specific ones. Yeah. Uh, so I wasted a lot it's of like, time going after even, the same black even skeleton. So I just need regular bladestone shards at this point to upgrade my Uchigatana, and they don't drop <laughs> uh, as much as I would like off the regular skellies. I got a ton of them. But I was also wearing that item that increased, like, uh, you know, item drops. So I wonder if that is, like... Well, me too. Again, I don't know specifically how that influences things, because it's a new item. It's like one out of six kills will probably drop one, but I need, like, eight for each level. I was getting them probably 80% of the time that I was killing the black skeletons, I was getting bladestone. Oh, not black. Just the regular skellies. Because I don't need like, oh, yeah, the, the no, black no, no, ones. No. I think probably I would... drop them more often. Um, well, so what you want to do then is uh, go to the adjudicator archstone because there's that one that waits outside of the adjudicator's boss right now. So you can just make a very quick loop around and constantly kill that guy. Yeah, but he's like upstairs. You have to go up up the stairs. It's actually probably faster to just go to the first archstone because then you have no, the regular it's... skellies, and then there's also the black one that's right there near the beginning. It's it's not because that's part of I was grinding for that pure blade stone and i realized eventually oh it's faster to just go for this one outside of adjudicator but then he was also like i said the black ones they drop 
bladestone very consistently so i think that that would actually be the more reliable way to just farm a bunch of them okay well whatever it doesn't matter and this is wasting time so (laughs) (laughs) well because it's also it's a lot easier to then get back to the arch stone because you just roll off the top of that thing it won't kill you you don't gotta make a whole loop back around oh i I guess you can roll off the uh i forgot there's that bit over by the burning tree so yeah but still it's look trust me on this it's faster (laughs) just do it the way i'm telling you to do it i don't think it is but okay. Well, you're wrong. Just just like you were about the red. I know everything about Demon Souls. Ask me anything about Demon Souls. Could you vault in the original Demon Souls? No. Well, you know, no one could really say <laughs> whether or not you could. It's a mystery lost to time. Yeah, I'm a regular uh, Vadi video. I just need to talk in that uh, low voice with the high inflection that a bunch of YouTubers use. And I'm pretty much there. About. Yeah. He's one of those guys who makes a bunch of Souls videos, but he also talks like all those dudes who make like creepy pasta videos. So they they have that whispery tone, and then they always inflect upward at the end of every sentence. Or they'll do things where they will pause for effect, uh, even though they really do not need to. Cool. I just paused. It's a, it's I a very specific. I was trying to say. It's a very specific YouTube cadence that drives me insane. Oh hey, uh, quick but note. One, uh, I huh? forgot to mention this when I was talking about playing uh, backwards compatible games on PS5. They work really well. One Piece and Samurai Warriors both run at 60 frames per second. So, congratulations. When you can get a game to work on the PlayStation 5, it runs really well. But all the games will just work. It's only like eight games that won't work. It just works. Look at the spreadsheet. <laughs> I mean, yes, technically that's true, but not if you try to transfer them from yeah. a PlayStation 4. Uh, so don't bother with that. Just yeah. fresh installs all the way. Oh, also, uh, because I brought up... by the way, uh, at one point it wouldn't let me download my cloud saves. And I had to restart the console before it would do that. So that was also cool. I forgot oh, yeah. to mention that before <laughs> during the rant. But just a little treat here at the end for anybody who's listened to you rant about where to farm bladestones. Do go to the adjudicator archstone. I'm telling okay, you. Fine. I'm telling okay, you, man. Okay, okay. I'm telling you. We'll come to your home with a knife. I'll make you do it. We'll be back. And then next I'll check week. out HDR. Uh, I do want to mention one last thing about Demon Not... Souls, though, before we go. Just one. It's a tiny little thing because I brought okay. up the YouTube stuff, and that actually made me realize. So you know how I kept saying like, oh, you know, maybe Blue Point will put in the the giant's archstone or something. Yeah. Maybe they'll add content to this game. Nope. They added a door in oh. bulletaria that appears locked and there is no discernible way to open it it is a door that opens uh through a contraption because those give you like a different message when you try to open it uh and people have like managed to finagle the camera through the door and i found like a balcony that has been added to the game with a item on it and so no one knows DLC? what the item is i'm thinking it might be dlc I'm thinking maybe they add in the giant archstone and there's something you do that then opens that door up. Like okay. that, hear me out on this. Maybe that item is something you pick up and then that fixes the archstone. Yeah, sure. Mm, uh, people will eventually no clip through there and yeah. figure out what it is. I was going like to say, like, week. it's a Souls game, so you could probably just clip through there without having to hack anything. <laughs> sure, just vibrate around in this corner enough, and eventually you'll go in through a seam. I mean, yeah, probably. Just like a cat. Uh-huh. <laughs> just slide on in and get stuck in a wall. Yeah. 
Cat Noir. Uh, yeah, but they uh, they did something like that in uh, Shadow of Colossus, didn't they? They they added some tiny little thing in yeah, to that game. Yeah, like a there was a hidden shrine and like a sword you could get in there. Okay, so it's not you know an especially new thing for Bluepoint to do that. Even if they don't do DLC, that they may have just added a single extra item in the game, and just no one knows how to reach it yet. Um, but that's neat that they that they put that in. I I like that there is now you know one of the fun parts about a Souls game when it comes out is people collectively trying to figure out uh, how that bullshit even works. Yeah. And so Bluepoint added in some bullshit for people to figure out how it works. Like, I, I actually do hope they put that in as DLC, like the extra arch stuff. Because I would like to see them do something like free of From's garbage and yes. uh, make something original. I I want them to do that as maybe a way to prove that, hey, you should let us make Demon Souls too. Yeah, now you're except talking. instead of an L, it's a number two, <laughs> so it does not read correctly at all. No, it'd be Demons Two Oles, <laughs> like a uh, Shadow Man Two Eckend coming. <laughs> well, uh, PlayStation Five is a uh, pretty neat so far. I'm. I'm... We're going to wrap this up here and then I'm going to go out there and just stare at this large alien box on my media stand where the games now live. Sure. Next week, I'll uh, probably talk about Yakuza Like a Dragon uh, because I forgot mm-hmm. to do that this week. Also, I'm not that far into it anyway. So, Yeah. I was expecting I would not have much to say about Miles Morales and then I played three hours of that game and found out I was like halfway done <laughs> with everything. Love it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very short game. I like... I was telling you I was surprised I was as far in as I was because they were still giving me like tutorial stuff. I still say uh, you, you should play Uncharted Lost Legacy. I yeah, I probably good game, do that. short, yeah. had a good time with it. No retro corner this week because I've been uh, ass deep in PlayStation stuff, but we also there's we did been a lot to talk about with that's that. That's a retro game. All you would have to do is take out the stuff talking about new graphics, and it would be exactly the same. Yeah, I would still be yelling about the Adjudicator Archstone to you if we were playing the original game. That's true. To be fair. Yeah. Screaming at the top of my lungs. End this, please. Uh, good night, dinosaurs. Good enough. Oh,